0: Welcome to the Total Wealth Academy radio show, where wealth includes much more than just money. It includes family, fitness, romance, and all the other parts of a balanced life. Listen and learn how 70% of the millionaires in America made their money using real estate. Now your host, real estate investor and consultant, Steve Davis.
1: Hello and welcome to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis. Whereas always, we're here together working to improve our financial IQ. Uh, Total Wealth Academy is a coaching and consulting business. We teach people how to use real estate to build a second stream of income, either actively, mostly passively. And we are investing in everything from single family homes to senior living, self-storage, apartment complexes, strip shopping centers, hotels, you name it, if it's real estate-backed and it produces monthly cash flow, we're investing in it. And, you know, I taught a Saturday class this past weekend and had the uh, pleasure or honor of interviewing probably seven or eight families afterwards, and... Every one of them has the same story. They're trying to save their way to retirement, but life happens. Every time they put some money together, a car breaks down, AC goes out. You know, it's just one thing after another. And it goes back to Warren Buffett's comment that, you want to make more money and spend less. And I think the problem in America is that very few people are working to make more money. Now, they may say they are. Yeah, I'm trying to climb the corporate ladder or I'm this, I'm that at my job. That's not what Warren Buffett was talking about. Warren Buffett was talking about building a second stream of income he explained that it's foolish to only have one source of income a job that you want to invest to create a second stream of income and he wasn't talking about stocks or gold or silver or crypto because they don't produce cash flow he was talking about income producing assets like real estate you've got to spend 95% 95% of your time on making more money. What most people are doing is spending 95% of their time trying to save money. They count the number of times they flush the toilet. They keep their AC at an uncomfortably high temperature. Um, they drive across town to save a dollar on a pound of tomatoes. It's It's a waste of your time. Spend 95% of your time on making more money, 5% of your time or less saving. You know how much time I spend on saving money? Zero. Zero. I spend 99.9% of my time figuring out ways to make more money. Most people it's the opposite they spend 95 plus percent of their time trying to save as if their income was high enough to begin with you have to remember that you have to to have $10,000 a month in retirement you have to save 3 million dollars using the 4% rule if you're not familiar with the 4% rule it's the rule that you only pull 4% of your savings every year live off of in retirement. This is to ensure that you don't run out of money before you die. Does it always work? No. In America most people outlive their money and become a burden on their children or the government. 95 percent of Americans fail to retire by age 65. The good news We know what the other 5% are doing. They've all got, almost all of them, used second streams of income to achieve retirement way before or at age 65. And that's what we do at Total Wealth Academy is teach people how to do that. Today I want to talk about a question that I got by email about how I helped my children develop second streams of income at very young ages. Uh, My son, I'm proud to say, graduated college with $4,000 a month in second stream of income from his 11 houses. My daughter, who's 28, has $100,000 plus a year second stream of income. And he asked how I was able to do that. So I'm going to explain the path. Some of you are going to be disappointed in what I have to say. Teaching children how to build wealth starts way, way, way before people think. I actually started building, teaching my children how to build wealth at a very, very young age. You're also gonna be surprised at what I did to teach them about wealth. It was probably about age eight that I began to share with them and teach them about money, wealth, helping and serving others, and so on. why at that age because you know how smart you think your kids are you're very proud of your kids right you think they're really smart i got news for you they're smarter than even you think and i understood that so i had no fear of teaching them anything and everything they they maybe they didn't grasp 100% of it. But I'm telling you they pick up 60, 70, 80% of what you teach them. It was also about that time that my son would ask me, "Dad, how come you're always home? You always have time for us. You're always at our ga- my games or presentations and my other friends their dads really are never around." And I explained to him, I said, it's because I have a second stream of income. And that was probably his first exposure to the term second stream of income. So about age eight, I started handing him books. The most important book that I ever handed him from the finance side of it was The Richest Man in Babylon by George Classen, The Richest Man in Babylon by George Classen, and I had him read that. Then when we drove around, I had the audio playing in the car, and the audio is very cool because they use actors to play the characters. It's not just somebody reading the book. It's actually like listening to a movie. When we come back, I'll share with you the other books that I gave him to set the foundation him becoming financially independent same thing i did with my daughter this is the total wealth academy radio show i'm your host steve davis thanks for listening there's an old joke Welcome back to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis, where we're talking about how I raised my kids, really, and why they have become financially independent at very young ages, 22, and Katie did it by about 25. Um, so the first book, again, you want them to read is... The Richest Man in Babylon by George Clason, But there were several foundational books as well that if we had not read them, we would not have had the relationship that we had. It just wouldn't have worked. Most family partnerships are epic failures. And I'm not talking about 60%. It's like 80, 90%. In fact, that's a lesson that I teach. Don't ever partner with relatives or friends, ever. But that's a rule. I did it with my kids, and it was effective and successful. But I laid the foundation at a very young age. One of those things that people do that destroys the relationship with their children is they use power and control as adults to get their kids to behave a certain way, the way that they want them to behave. I can tell you, I never did that. Maybe at the beginning when I was, you know, when they were infants or toddlers that's I thought that's how you do it you know cuz that's what my parents had done but I read a book called the seven habits of highly effective people by Dr. Stephen Covey and he talks about the circle of control the circle of influence and the circle of concern and if you can imagine those like a target the bullseye is the circle of control then the next ring is the circle of influence and the outside ring is the circle of concern. What most people try to do is put their children in the circle of control and they use power, their size, their. it's just, this is so hard to discuss because it's going to, It's going to be painful for a lot of people. You did it wrong. You did it wrong. Your kids are not in your circle of control. They're in your circle of influence. And when you tried to put them in your circle of control, you created a rebel. Because control and power when you use it on children, invariably leads to rebellion. People are always running around going, oh, puberty is what caused all my problems. When my kids hit puberty, it was a problem. It was sex, it was the hormones, it was this, it was that. No, it wasn't. You used control on your kid, and you created a rebel. You were managing your kids instead of leading them and because I read that book actually before my son was born and he's the oldest I knew that I could not control him and I knew the danger of using power and control on someone that you can't control So the foundation is un what, what is conditional love? It's unconditional love. Hey, you don't behave the way I want you to. I still love you. I think you're harming yourself, but I still love you. I'm still there to support you. I don't like that decision, but you gotta live with it. And I let them be themselves. And you ready for this? I let them make mistakes. See, some of you use control and you thought, oh, I'm going to save my kid. I'm going to keep them from making the mistakes I made. Again, that's control. That's power. And it's, it doesn't work. Understand this. Managing is doing things right okay leadership is doing the right things there's a major major difference most of you managed your kids again you tried to control them and you built up walls and to say oh i'm going to partner with my son and help him build wealth and it's like he's not going to trust you because he remembers the power and control so again because i had read the seven habits i began letting go of control letting go of power and letting them be themselves letting them make mistakes and never rubbing it in their face. Never. <laughs> Some of you do that. You, you, I told you so. I told you so. That's your ego talking. And they know it. Not going to work. So we were heavy About age eight, too, I gave him the seven habits of highly affected people. Same thing with my daughter. They read it. We were on the same page. And by building that foundation of the richest man in Babylon and the seven habits of highly affected people, understanding leadership and the difference between leadership and management, understanding power and control and freedom, we stayed close. Puberty, I had no problems with either of my children. Teenage years, didn't have any problems with either of my children. Terrible twos, didn't have terrible twos. All that stuff that people tell you about raising kids comes from ineffective parents who are making excuses for their ineffectiveness. It's all BS. If you want to understand power and control, just use the Star Wars analogy. What did the Emperor want? Peace in the universe. The same thing the Jedi wanted but he thought that the way to peace was control. Control and power. That's how you get peace in the universe. Totally wrong, as you know. That's what most parents have done. So building, teaching your children how to build wealth starts at a very young age. And that's why I said some of you are going to not like the way I say this because your kids are already 17, 18, 20. you got a lot of work to do if you're going to partner and help your kids build wealth. You've got to get back to them as children. You've got to get back to them with unconditional love. And you've got to get back to them with leadership not management so those two books the third book Rich Dad Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki Rich Dad Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki if you get a child to read those three books and they understand them and I I can assure you they will There's the foundation. Then they understand a second stream of income. They understand the futility of working a job as your sole source of income. And they want that second stream of income. But think about this. How many of you just work a job? Can you go tell your kids to build a second stream of income? No, you have no credibility. You've got no credibility because you're not doing it yourself. Leadership is what? By example. You got to do it first. You got to do it first and lead them to doing it themselves or lead them to at least partner with you to get started. But if you haven't done it, you, you, you got no credibility. They're not gonna listen to you. Leadership is by example. So when my son started talking about college, which I think is a total waste of time for 90% of the people. I told him, I said, well, you want to go to college. I'll help you with college. But you've got to agree to partner with me on some rent houses One minute. to build a second stream of income. Because he had read the books, and because he had seen me do it, he agreed. Now some of you are saying, well, any kid that's offered help building a portfolio of real estate is going to take it, nope. So many people have emailed me and said they approached their kids with the idea, the kid had no interest they didn't understand money and wealth they'd never read the books how could they you're just working a job they don't they don't think you're credible it's not going to work all right we'll talk more about this after the break here on the total wealth academy radio show i am your host steve davis thanks for listening Welcome back to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis, where we're discussing the path to teaching your children how to build wealth. And the foundation is, first, unconditional love. Second, never use control on your kids. And the third, you got to get them the books. You've got to get them to read or listen to the audio. Do it with them. Oh, and by the way, you have to read them too. Yeah, I mean, if you haven't read the, these books and you give them to your kids, that doesn't make any sense at all. Um, it's one of those management techniques instead of leadership techniques. You got to lead by example. So once they understand the unconditional love, once they understand that you're not forcing them to do it. You're encouraging. In other words, circle of influence, not circle of control. You're encouraging them to do it, and you love them whether they do it or not. You don't care whether they do it. Well, that's that's a tough one to say. You do, but you don't want to come across that way. You don't want to shame them into doing it is probably the best way to put it. Then what we did is we formed a partnership, not an LLC, just a little handwritten partnership. And we delineated the responsibilities clearly and effectively in that document. You, you must have a written document none of this handshake I don't care if it's your son daughter written document that outlines the responsibilities of each person and how the profit will be split just as you would with anybody you gotta be professional So we put together an agreement that I would fund the deals, put up the down payment, and sign for the mortgages because he's just 18, 19, doesn't have a job, he's in college. And he would manage the deals and do all the work. And that literally was how it was written down. You do everything. I'll put up the money, I'll sign for the loan, you do everything. And then what we did was I kept all of the equity capture. If it was worth 220 and we bought it for 190, that $30,000 equity capture was mine. Now since I was only putting about 25 grand down per deal, that gave me over 100% rate of return right out of the blocks. He got all the cash flow because he was doing all the work, managing, leasing, taking maintenance calls, everything. He did everything. I did nothing. We split everything else 50-50. This would be the principal paydown and the appreciation. So if we when we bought it, it was worth $220. And when we sold it, we sold it for $250, he got ten, I got ten. Oh, wait a minute. That'd be fifteen each, sorry. Thirty thousand dollars profit, he'd get fifteen, I'd get fifteen. And if we had paid the mortgage down ten thousand dollars, he got five, I got five. Let me say that one more time. I got all the equity capture. He got all the cash flow. We split the principal pay down, and we split the appreciation 50-50. Again, I got over a hundred percent rate of return on my money, and he was making Over $4,000 a month in cash flow. It was 11 houses. He lived in one of them for free. (laughs) You know, the 11th house was the one he lived in, and he made about $4,000 a month in profit for running and managing the properties. Now, I guess I better go through had he taken courses on property management yes I made him take courses on property management I trained him I helped him every time he got stuck something came up he didn't understand some tenant says something stupid to him and he doesn't know how to handle it he just called me I'd tell him and I mentored him through the deals this is a was a successful partnership not just because we made a lot of money but because we had a deep respect for each other and a deep love for each other. So don't think, oh I'm just going to go to my kid and we're going to start a partnership and we're going to buy a bunch of houses and it's not going to work. You've got to lay that foundation first. If you don't, then you've got to follow the rule. Don't partner with relatives or friends because it always ends poorly. Now, remember, that's a rule. There are exceptions, as I discussed. But I told you exactly how the exception came to be. So let me list those books again. The Richest Man in Babylon by George Klassen. Get that on audio and the book. Well, all of these you need to get audio and um, the book because you remember, I don't know if you know this, but if you read it and listen to it, your retention goes up massively. Massively, the other thing I loved about the seven habits of highly effective people, the audio was that stuff that I didn't think was that important when I read through the book. When Stephen Covey reads it, he gets really excited about certain things, and you go, Wait a minute, I didn't even think that was that important. Why is he so excited? It brings to light things that you may have missed when you read it. So, read and listen to these books. Again, the first one, Richest Man in Babylon by George Classen. Second one, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Dr. Stephen Covey. The third one, and I don't think I mentioned this, I think I left this out at the beginning of the show, Unlimited Power by Tony Robbins. Unlimited Power by Tony Robbins and then the fourth book is Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki but these books have to be given with unconditional love without control without shaming without pressure it's just Lay it out there, but make sure you've done it yourself first. I say this all the time. The greatest gift that you can give to your kids financially is for you to do well financially. Because leadership is by example. They'll see you do it. And if you've got that unconditional love, you've got that respect, without control, you know what they're going to do? They're going to follow you because you're the leader. And they'll recognize that. You don't have to say it. You don't have to demand it. Leadership is by example. People see it. They respect it. And they imitate it. so there's how I did my partnership with my kids same thing with my daughter only a different uh, business but it was it's phenomenal the results that I've gotten and if you ask me which of those four books are the most is the most important it's tough but it's got to be the seven habits because the seven habits got me out of control out of using control got me out of using power and into that unconditional love that just opens doors I'll give you a fifth book it's called The Speed of Trust the thing that I believe helped tremendously was that my kids trusted me Because they had seen me do it. I wasn't making something up or trying something new. I had done it. So that level of trust was there that you may have destroyed by using power and control on your kids. All right, we'll talk more after the break. This is the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I'm your host, Steve Davis. Thanks for listening. Welcome back to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis. If you've got a question for me about how I put these partnerships together with my children, or really anything else, anything, you know, we can change the subject, absolutely no problem. Give me a buzz, 281-558-5738, 281 558 K S E V or email me. It's Steve at total Steve at total And remember that that email is open to you 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Um, if you're in your car or you're at home or at work and you can't email me right now, but you've got a burning question, send it to me. I promise you it's an email directly to me It does not put you on a mailing list. It's just an email to me. I'll answer your question and maybe it'll help you move forward towards your goals. Steve at Total Wealth Academy dot com. All right, the next question is there's a passive deal out there that's a sixty forty split with 60 percent going to the passive investors and 40 percent going to the sponsor and that is different than most deals it's much higher it's a much higher percentage going to the sponsor a normal deal is usually 75-20 75 to the passives 75-25 sorry to the passives and 25% of the profit goes to the sponsor. But let me tell you something. I don't care how much the sponsor makes. See, there's people out there that will tell you, oh, the sponsor should never make more than 25%. That's greed. That's this, that, and the other. Don't agree with that at all. I've done deals 50-50 with the sponsor before. Why? Because it was a 30% internal rate of return. And most deals are 20%. I don't care if he gets 50% of the deal. I'm getting 150% of what I normally get. See, I focus on what I'm getting I don't sit there and focus on, I don't want the sponsor to make a bunch of money. I hope the sponsor makes millions. Happy for him. Or her. I'm getting 30% rate of return. I'm happy as can be. Now, I will tell you this. The deal that was projecting 30% rate of return, 30% internal rate of return, ended up way above that even with the sponsor getting over 50%. I don't care. People who say that are, they're the greedy ones. And it, it, some people will say, well, the passive investors are taking all the risk. That's a bunch of BS too. The sponsor's taking risk of their reputation, they're taking the risk because they signed the mortgage they're taking just as big a risk as the sponsors I'm sorry the passives are so I don't care how much the sponsor makes as long as I'm getting what I expect and promised whatever you want to call it so this particular deal where it's 60-40 has a 30% IRR. I don't care if he's getting 40%. (laughs) Give me that 30% IRR all day long. So, if a deal is just insanely good, I don't mind a sponsor taking a larger portion of the deal. Now, I'm not going to do a waterfall. What's a waterfall? A waterfall is where you're in the deal to a certain rate of return and then they buy you out before the sale of the property. And you don't get any profit from the sale of the property. Nope, no waterfalls. I'm gonna be in the deal. If I'm gonna put my money into a deal, I wanna be in the deal from day one, full circle through the sale. I wanna get the equity buildup, the appreciation, cash flow, Everything. If I'm in the deal, I want every dime that I can get out of the deal. No waterfalls. Do not, my recommendation, don't do deals where they cut you out somewhere in the middle. I don't care how much they promise you. Because like I said, that 30% IRR turned into something like 50 plus percent because I was in the whole deal So no waterfalls, but I don't care how much the sponsor is getting paid. I don't even know where people come up with that. I guess it's just a greed thing. That's all I can figure. All right. Phone lines are open. 281-558-5738. 281-558-KSEV. Or email me. It's Steve. at TotalWealthAcademy.com Steve at TotalWealthAcademy.com Okay, now there, there is this is from Dan Mixer He's asking if there's a mixer tonight and I assume he's talking about at Total Wealth Academy and there is no mixer tonight. Tonight is the free sample class. This is for non-members who want to learn how to start building wealth for themselves and their family using real estate. It's a free sample class. There is no event for the regular members tonight at Total Wealth Academy. But if you're sitting there going, man, I want to learn how to do this so I can eventually teach my children. Go to our free sample class and we'll explain it. Just go to totalwealthacademy.com, totalwealthacademy.com, and click on the free sample class button right there on the front page. (coughs) Excuse me. All right, phone lines are open. 281-558-5738, 281-558-KSEV. this next question comes from Cassie? Yeah. I think that's how you say it. Okay. Here's someone. Wow. Now, think about this, Cassie. You've got close to a quarter of a million in IRAs and 401ks, but you only have 10000 in your checking account. That is not a good balance at all. Um, Oh, I see. You make a lot of money, so you got a lot of cash flow coming in from your job. Congratulations. But I would keep, especially with somebody with your income, I would keep six to nine months of bills in the savings account at all times. Because it's not if you're going to get fired, it's not if you're going to get downsized, it's not if you're going to get a pay cut, it's win. So watch out for that. Um, your question about can you use your IRA and 401k to invest passively in real estate, the answer is yes. Um, and there's no tax or penalty to do so. So yes, you can use that money to invest passively. Oh boy, as I'm reading here, She's lost over $30,000 in the last six months. $30,000. Your money's probably in stocks. You need to move that out of stocks. They are going to raise the interest rate again. It appears two more times. That's going to slam the stock market again, and you're going to lose more. So, yeah, I would move that to money market. Get it, and you're allowed to do that not many people know this and that's why they ride the stock market down um, the minute the stock market starts crashing and you know it's going to crash you need to pull your money out and put it into money market funds or something or cash so you don't ride it down so yeah we can. you can use it just come to our free sample class go to TotalWealthAcademy.com click on the free sample class Cassie and we can help you All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Have a great rest of your day. Take care.